Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. I am Becky and so excited to be launching Season 2 of Rooted in God's Word. This season is all about courageous pioneer women. And yes, that is you. You were created to make a difference in this world and to pave the way for others to find Jesus and grow in their faith. This podcast season, I am interviewing women just like you who are consumed with the call of God on their lives and are learning to quickly obey God and go wherever He tells them to go. I am praying this conversation encourages you and plants a little of the pioneering spirit inside of you. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Courageous Pioneers interview. And today I have my dear friend, Kathy Nimmo, with me. Kathy, welcome. Thank you. It's just always such a joy to be to be with you. You know, you are dear to my heart. You are one of the women who, when I just need some sharpening, you're the one that we go out for lunch, don't we? <laughs> Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so fun. So I met Kathy. Kathy, how long do you suppose we met? We've known each other for 13 years. And actually, we kind of laugh about it because you were, I was women's director at that time and you did not want to get involved. And so you kept running away from me. Yes. The Lord had said, I want you to take a year before you involve yourself. So, but I knew that the minute I met you, I was, that was going to be it. So I had to avoid you like the plague. <laughs> and I caught you at an open graduation open house. You were yeah. coming into the house. I was going out and I went, you, I, you, I'm supposed to meet you. <laughs> and it was just the right timing. <laughs> it was just the right time. So Kathy, uh, why don't you just give our listeners just the short story form of who you are, your short bio. Okay. I am wife of 48 years to my husband, David, and I have four wonderful grown children and eight grandchildren. My call in life is to be a mentor. I embrace wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. And what led me to this church was I was asking God, will you show me someone who can see what's in me and call it out? Mm. And Becky, that's what you did. I just believe that you are a woman who is called to give people wings. Oh, man. Here I am. Here you are. And you just poured into me. So whatever little bit I had to contribute, I got tenfold back from you, Kath. (laughs) That's so fun. God is so fun. Well, thank you just for giving of your time just to talk about Courageous Pioneers Bible Study and when you hear the word courageous pioneer, what do you think of? I think of people who are willing to blaze trails where there aren't any, or where no one's gone before, or someone who's maybe gone before, but the path is wrought with challenges. You know, I think of pioneers, sometimes you're an early pioneer, but you're a later pioneer, and you may be forging the same way, but you're running into different challenges, Mm -hmm. but you believe that God is going before you and that he's with you. I know you work with a lot of women and just thinking about the women that you mentor and the women that surround you, you teach Bible study at, at your church. 
you're on the elder board, so you have a lot of contact with, with people. In what ways do you think that women would disqualify themselves from call, even calling themselves a courageous pioneer? I think that when a person looks at their abilities, if I was to sit and look at my, what I consider my abilities or my qualifications or even my tendencies, or I would look at my history or even where, what my understanding is, if I let those things, if I let the reasoning of those things intercept, it can stop a lot of things. That is so good. You know, one of the reasons I wanted to do these interviews was because I thought women would pick up this Bible study and go, I'm intrigued about a courageous pioneer, but I wouldn't call myself a courageous pioneer. And I thought, I want to interview women who are just like them, the same fears, the, you know, the same insecurities and the same way that we disqualify ourselves, kind of like what you were talking about. And again, we're both preaching to the choir here, aren't we? Because we at times have disqualified ourselves. Yes. And yes. said, oh, I can't. God, you must be talking to somebody <laughs> else. So listener out there, this is for you because we, God has something for you. And, and we do not want you to disqualify yourself because what were some of those things that you mentioned? Your, you didn't, your giftings weren't there or qualifications, yeah. my abilities. Yeah. When I look at my abilities, honestly, it's the same excuses that Moses used. <laughs> and he was definitely a pioneer. Yes, he was. So from the beginning of time, almost you're saying, yes. we are yes. saying we have used the same excuses. <laughs> Yes, nothing new under the sun. So oh, that's right. Uh, in our study, we do Sarah, we do Esther, Hannah, Deborah. Which of those women do you relate to the most? I think Esther, just in the fact that I think the Lord has brought things to me so often in my mentoring, just in, in life, as I'm taking steps to be faithful, he gives me empowering words and they are in due season. I'm kind of amazed. I think Esther was. Esther didn't realize how God was going to use her and she was pretty tentative about it, but she just took the next step in front of her mm -hmm. and God called her faithful. You know, as you and I were talking about this before, I said, but what do you think about Sarah? There's something about Sarah that just has been just intriguing me lately. And I'm just like, I think I'm a lot like Sarah. What, how do you relate to Sarah? Sarah is someone who went forward. She got caught, you know, trying to make things happen mm -hmm. and not waiting. You know, she, she probably was one of those people that said, I've been waiting. And then when God shows up and just makes her laugh. Mm -hmm. But I also think of Sarah, when we look at her and we allow ourselves to be impacted by her, we're like, it says in the New Testament, if we don't back down in fear, we're called her daughters. Yes, that's right. That's really good. I suppose that has challenged me, you know, just the fact that I want to be considered Sarah's daughter. I do not want to back down in fear. Yeah. That would be another thing that stops a person yeah. <laughs> from being a pioneer is just fear. I know in the, in the Bible study, we study um, a verse in Isaiah. I wish I 
had it, it Isaiah 53, I think Israel is discouraged and, and God is speaking through Isaiah saying, look to the quarry to look to Sarah, the quarry from which you were cut. And I think of that often. I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, my, I'm from Sarah and I'm cut from the, I'm cut from that same womanhood who has these, these tendencies to not trust God and try to solve it on her own. And, you know, say it's taking forever, God. (laughs) And I have been waiting. And I love that. It's like, this is your DNA. It's not your history. It's your, it's your life in Christ. Yeah. That's your DNA. Yeah. And that next verse in Isaiah talks about turning wildernesses into gardens. And, you know, you just, like you said, to the story, that story in Genesis ends with Sarah laughing and naming her son laughter. You know, it's just like, God really did this. And you know what I love is, it, you know, in Hebrews 11, 11, he, she's called a woman of faith. She's in the right. faith category. I'm like, Lord, even though she blew it and then she blew it and then she said this and she shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. He still called her a woman of faith. Yeah. That's just encouraging. Like it doesn't matter how many times you stumble, though a righteous man stumbles seven times, God is able to make him stand. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That is good. I like that. Well, Kathy, I feel like when I picture a courageous pioneer, I picture Kathy Nemo. You hear from God and you trust him and blaze forward with what he's told you to do. I've seen it now over and over again in the 13 years that I've, that I've known you. So I'm just going to ask you, tell us even just one or two pioneering stories. Tell us how you're hearing God and and where he's leading you and what you're learning. Okay. I'll share maybe the first one. When I first came here, I felt like I'd known you for about two minutes and you asked me to speak to your leaders. And I said, Lord, seriously? And he said, it's a new day. Whatever I put in front of you now, you do. And you do it with all your heart. And God has put things in front of me that I never dreamed in a million years that he would have me do. I remember telling you that, well, what do you do, Kathy? Well, you know, I kind of meet with women one-on-one and I kind of mentor them. And you looked kind of puzzled at me like, okay, well, do you want to be a table leader? And I said, yes, I do. Yes, that's in front of me. And I started leading tables and then I started mentoring and I would just keep doing what was in front of me. And before very long, I was actually mentoring 50 women. And I didn't realize it was that many until I started writing them down to be accountable to you. And I just thought, oh, my word, Lord, what am I going to do? And I started becoming really agitated, like, oh, I have so much responsibility. And then I just felt like the Lord stopped me in my tracks. And he said, were you all of this five minutes ago when you didn't know there was 50 women? And I said, (laughs) no. He said, what were you trusting in? Your grace. You can still do that. You can still do that. And so I just... I really just laid myself out and said, it's not about me. It's not about my ability. It's not about my qualifications. It's about what you're doing. And I'm just going to keep leaning Lord and letting you do it. It's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey. Um, Right now I'm stepping out, doing some teaching 
And the Lord is, I, I just asked him, how do you want to do this? He said, the same way I've done everything with you. I just want you to trust me and not lean on your own understanding. You know how that step, that step of faith where you're, you can't feel the ground under you until after you've stepped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's nothing there again until you step. Every time you take a step, you sense the smile of Jesus mm-hmm. because it's faith that pleases him. Mm-hmm. So it, it, and then pretty soon you're running. That's so good, Kat. Hey, you told me a story about the Proverbs verse of leaning not on your old understanding. <laughs> we all need to hear this. Okay. okay. So I was talking to the Lord. He's, he's you know, giving me Proverbs three, five, so many times. And I said, okay, so trust in you. And, you know, I've often just skipped over lean, not on your own understanding. And I said, Lord, what does it actually mean that to lean on my own understanding, not to lean on it. And so I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm intensely praying, asking him, wanting to hear. And this old song starts to tool through my mind. And I, I recognized the song. I couldn't remember the music behind it. And I couldn't remember any more of the words. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And, and then the Lord said, sing the song. And I said, I don't remember the song. He said, sing the song. I said, I don't know. I don't remember the tune. Sing the song. I said, have you heard me sing at four in the morning? He said, sing the song. Okay. Okay, fine. So I started to sing the song. Now I'm not a singer. And so when I go to sing a song, if I'm just going to sing it, you know, right out of my memory. I'll just do the scales a couple of times till I find the note. Well, I just hit the, I hit the note, boom. And I, and I sang that line. And then as soon as I was done with that line, the next line came and the next and the next and the next. And I thought, oh my word, the whole song came back. And then I said, that was so cool, God. So what does it mean not to lean on my own understanding? So then he gave me another song and the same thing happened. And I said, really, Lord, that's very cool. I'm just love that you're showing me this, but could you answer the question? And he said, he said nothing. He said nothing. And, and I just thought, okay, fine. I'll just, you know, wait for another time or whatever. So I'm telling my husband a little bit later that day about this situation. And as I'm telling him, I'm going, oh, he was showing me how not to lean on my own. Don't lean on your reasoning. I don't remember. I don't know how. Have you heard me? I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. Just do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just say yes and just do it. It has served me well. <laughs> oh, that is so good. What is one last thing that you would like to just share with the gals who are listening today? You had said something about for his glory when we were talking. Yeah. You know, so often we are struggling through our trials or doing the new thing, trying to do it well, wanting to really hear the voice of the Lord. And sometimes we get caught in that place of the struggle and we forget that the whole purpose is for his glory and it's for our good. I just believe that that is a, probably a great catalyst for us to press on. Who doesn't want to give glory to God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What's that song? I will not be silent. Mm-hmm. I will always worship you. 
as long as I am breathing, I will always worship you. Mm -hmm. That's right. Kathy, would you just take a minute and pray for that woman who just is caught in that struggle and she would just press on? Father, I, I am so grateful for the lives that you have changed and that you are changing all of us, Lord, growing us up in the most holy faith. You are so patient and kind and in our moments, eternally existing in our moments, present to every second that our hearts are alive, God, you're present. I ask you, God, to, as you pour in your heart to these women, will you open their eyes and their senses, God, in you to the power that you give them to walk with you. It's your empowering presence, Lord, that we accomplish anything. Your word says all that we have done, you have accomplished. We look to you. I praise you. I ask you, God, to fill them with your persevering heart. You persevere first, Lord, and you show us how it's done. We trust you now in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hey, Kath, just for that woman who, um, who wants to mentor others. Mm-hmm. And then she's wondering, well, does anybody, do I really have anything to say? Or will anybody listen? Or how do I start? What, what would you say to them? I would say when you're ready and you have something to give, God will put a woman in front of you. And you just lean into Jesus. You say, okay, Lord, here she is. What do you want to communicate? What is my path of faithfulness with her? And God will show you every single time. Wow. Because that's really how you mentor too, isn't it? Exactly. (laughs) Don't follow a program. I know that your pastor and others have been trying to get you to write this thing down. You don't have anything to write down because it's totally listening all of the time, isn't it? It's all about relationship, relationship with each other and relationship with the Lord. And you don't orchestrate your relationship with Jesus. You just, you just have one. And I think, I think when I mentor, I'm actually coming alongside women, helping them get over what's holding them back Hmm. so that they can hear clearly what God wants to say to them. And how God wants to use them to influence others. Mm, That's so good. That is so good. Now, many of the women that you've been mentoring now are mentoring. It's, 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 what do we call that? Exponential growth. Yes, exponential growth. (laughs) It's so wonderful. You know, I was just um, rewriting a, a devotional on Deborah and in the, in Judges, Five, she has the song of Deborah mm-hmm. and she talks about, you know, Israel was in this horrible state of oppression until I, Deborah, arose a mother in Israel. So I was writing this devotional on, on being a mother. What does that mean to be a mother? And the typical mothering is care and nurture and, and that, but Deborah arose a mother as, as a warrior. Yes. And yes. so there's all, it's that mama bear, you know? So yes. I think about that, but 
I was challenged in my own heart because you know me, you know, women have asked me to mentor them. And what's my answer? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't mentor. I send you to Kathy. <laughs> but as I'm writing this devotional, I'm challenged and I'm like, arise a mother. How am I going to arise a mother in my circles right now of influence? Right. I want to arise a mother, I'm a mother of care and nurture. Yes. But I'm a warrior mother. Amen. Amen. And like you said, when you, your heart is ready. And, mm-hmm. and I, I thought, I wonder what she means by your heart is ready. Well, my heart is ready. Mm-hmm. Even when I say, Lord, here I am. That's all it takes. <laughs> here I am. Show me the women children, teenagers, families around me where I need to rise up like a mother. Amen. Amen. And we fight. And we fight. And we fight. Yes. Because we're, like you said, you are fighting for this woman's freedom. You are fighting for her to find out what it is that's containing her. Remember that phrase we learned a long time ago when we were together at a retreat to break loose of what contains us? Do you remember exactly what that was? Yes. Rise up, woman of God, and get over what contains you. Mm -hmm. Fall in love with your maker and start to color your world with his love. Bobby Houston. (laughs) It changed our lives. It changed our lives. It changed my world. You who memorized it, but I caught it. I knew it, you know, and, and you're right. Let's, let's break off what contains us. Amen. And move all of our hearts. Yeah. And color our world. Mm-hmm. That's, that's beautiful. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for joining me. It just was so wonderful just Yay. to uh, have you here. And I know uh, the things that you say are just really going to impact the women who are listening. In Jesus name. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Hey friend, are you looking for a new Bible study, either for yourself or for a small group? Courageous Pioneers features four Bible women. Sarah pioneered a nation. Esther pioneered freedom. Hannah pioneered the fresh voice of God. And Deborah pioneered leadership. These women marked and blazed the trail for you to follow. Be inspired and challenged to leave your comfortable spaces to follow God's voice and fulfill your God-given purposes. Follow the link to my website and be ready for a new God adventure.